here we are, hitting up events, drinking our way through Chicago beer, and trying not to miss a thing. Yeah, because, you know, got a cork popped out, boom, it flies like fucking 10 feet. We're like, yeah, let's do it. You know, all you have to do is add some fruit, stir it up, and ride that milkshake wave. Whenever I see him, I gotta take a photo with the most decorated brewer in Chicago, Jonathan Cutler. It'll be like the stuff you hear. You ever go to every time you go to Floyd's, all the music sounds like this. Raw, raw, raw. Sometimes you want a small beer, but really, you want a big beer. You gotta take in all those big aromatic hops. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Waiting in line for a bottle release? You should have never been a fad. The Black IPA is delicious. And welcome to Chicago Beer Pass. I'm Brad Chmielewski. Brad, what's up, man? I'm Nick White. And certified lager boys here. CLB, man. That's <laughs> a, that would be us. Uh, this beer from Salamo is uh, based off the Drake cover. Yeah. And uh, it's We're... Santa's, and it's a Dunkel lager, but there's nothing very Christmassy about it, but it's Santa. Yeah, because what did we have? Winter lager last week from, fuck, Maplewood? And yeah, it was yeah. just, it was just, what was it? It was a, basically a Maybach or something, right? Something like that, yeah. So this is in the vein of that, where it's just like, yeah, we got a lager. And um, we winterized it by putting Santa all over the can. Right. I am shocked that one, the name certified lager boy, wasn't taken. It's a good one. It, it's a good one. Like, how... This, that album dropped like I don't know eight months ago. Yeah, probably probably like a year and a half ago. Oh, it was even longer than right. that. Okay. Yeah, because it, it was, wasn't um, this year. It wasn't okay. this past summer. It was the summer before that. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, I'm behind. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm shocked that no one had this. And then I don't know. I don't know why they didn't make it like a Christmas spiced one if there's Santas on it. So Brad wants a winter warmer. I think they call that right. Yeah, I want a winter warmer. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But right. it's a lager if it's for the lager boys. Unless they do the series, unless it's a certified lager boy series. And then, you know, in the spring, he's there's a dude wearing shorts and maybe got fishing gear on or something. Yeah. Yeah, and then summer, he's full-on surfer or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I think that might be the route. That could right? be. And this, this dunkle is amazing. It's, it's really good. It's great. It's really good. Um, after a long day, this is exactly where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick, you were noticing on the can that this said... It's brewed at Hidden Hands. Yeah. Um, we we interviewed the guys on the show for their 10th anniversary at their Chicago location, the, the Satellite Tap Room. Still Life, they call mm-hmm. it. And, uh, yeah, they mentioned that Hidden Hands is their, is their other brewery. And I think, if they if I remember this correctly, Hidden Hands is, um, is a brewery that they created to get beer to bars faster. They didn't want to deal. The Salomon's name was tied to a distro to, go, to, to avoid delays with distro. Let's start another company. Let's make different beers. And, and we can basically sort of self-distribute them yeah. and get them to the places we want faster. Exactly. Into your hands, fresh IPAs. Exactly. Yeah. But this is a solemn old beer uh, brewed and canned at Hidden Hand. So we're wondering, are they getting around, you know, this isn't distributed from Salamoth because now it was brewed at Hidden Hands? Or what kind of weird loophole is there in the distribution? Yeah, and then why would you do it that way? I'm wondering if um, Salamoth is, well, they they want to get this beer out, but they, what is it? They Salamoth, they gave, they gave, they have too much beer out already? I don't know. 
or there is a new Solomoth Brewery opening and Hidden Hands is taking over the Naperville location. Oh, actually makes and a lot more sense. This is like uh, they're just getting, I don't know, stuff in the ducks in a row kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, they do talk about world dominance a lot over there, the Solomoth guys. So that would make sense if their current space became Hidden Hand. And then they just had a bigger location for the Solomon stuff. Because they can I, do more things. Yeah, because I think if they got a hit on their hands with the uh, Still Life location, I think they're looking at other locations. So you need more Solomon beer. Mm-hmm. So the way to get to that is to have a bigger Solomon brewery. Right. That makes more sense than this other thing we Weird were discussing. Yeah. Legal loophole <laughs> thing. Yeah. Solomon's just going to have a bigger brewery. Yeah. That's and, what I and, think. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so maybe we're breaking news here. Man, man, we are on <laughs> fire this year. Uh, and then on the table, we also we still got our, uh, our black lung beers. We had to put them in the fridge. Okay, I feel like we were a little hard on them last week. That was fine. I think, but we just... like we like a lot of their other stuff. I just like was thinking about it as I put up the episode. Yeah, no, I, I like, listened ah. to the episode. I, I thought we were just like, um, what did we say? Well, we talked about it being a West Coast IPA, but having like an extremely fruit forward hot profile in it right you know? and the cold ipa we just didn't we didn't think well we just we were confused we're like why is it called a cold ipa and then you've done this thing it's no different from like i say all the time i sometimes i go i get a um you know i get a lager from half acre and i don't pay attention and it's too hoppy or i get a you know brown ale from 18th street and there's too many hops in it mm-hmm. for me right like i'm expecting a certain thing and i get this other thing that happens yeah you know Okay. So. Um, and then over by Nick, he's got these uh, uh, Bulls 312 cans. Man, uh, they draw inspiration from the city edition of the Bulls uniforms. Bulls lost to the Knicks last night. Last place mm-hmm. Knicks, by the way. What the fuck? I don't know. It's not looking good out there. <laughs> uh, but, um, but, you know, one of the greatest uh, logos of all time, the Chicago Bulls. You know, they're the only team in the NBA that never changed their logo oh really this is the logo from when they started in 66 oh crazy yeah so um yeah fantastic fantastic looking can i'm very impressed good job by goose island and goose island's kind of they they're they're making a lot of sense these days with the sports partnerships i i'm I'm appreciative of them Uh and they're trying to remind people that they are part of chicago i think that's and you have like this is a 312 but you have to have that like in the core of it, otherwise people will drink these other breweries like Salmoth or Half Acre or these other yeah. ones that are like Revolution. They're like, oh, these are Chicago beers. It's like, no, we are. We support this. We're not out there yeah. being like, here's the Milwaukee Bucks beer. So, <laughs> beer the deer, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, no, this is brewed at Fulton and Wood. That's nice to see. And, um, this makes so much sense because it's walking distance from the UC, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, it's one of the largest breweries in town. We never really talk about Goose as being one of the largest breweries in town. They got these massive 400-barrel fermenters that sit outside, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's, it's cool to see. I think it's a great. And so you can only get these specific cans at uh, the United Center. For, yeah, for Bulls games. That's what it sounds like. Okay. Because this release came out about a month ago. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what the release said. So. Uh, that's cool. It's also kind of strange, but I think it helps everyone. Like you do this special can at a place, people take pictures with it. Yeah, right. That is true. Uh, and they they look good. They just look like clean and simple. They remind me 
what kind of I loved about the Sox Golden Ale, mm-hmm. that it just looked nice when you got it. Yeah. Um, and then we don't have to worry what beer's in here, right? Because there's a Hawks beer, there was a Sox beer, and we're like, well, is it the exact same beer? Which and it's then, not, I guess, but I never had the Hawks one. Right, me either, because the Hawks one is a, if I, it's a pale. Right. And the, the Sox one was a golden. golden. Yeah. And this is this is 312. Yeah, why didn't they do... Why do you think they didn't do something different? Because it's the Bulls and 312? Just, I don't know. Bulls play in the same building as the, the Hawks, right? You could, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Strange. I don't know. Uh, Bulls are... Yeah, I don't know. But I gotta give it a credit to three one two because I've been I've had like a couple work events and parties and they've yeah. had three one two there. I just drink three one two all night. It's a four point two percent beer. Yeah, you're gonna be fine. Like you'd have to drink a lot of three one two. And let's be honest, this is the reason why they were so attractive to be bought. Yeah, because they were making this three one two. Three one two kept the lights on over there. For a long time, it allowed them to do all this other cool stuff. Your Matildas and Sophies and your BCS, but three one two was like probably like more than fifty percent of the stuff they made all year. Mm-hmm. Probably more, yeah. you know. So eh, I don't know. I just feel I feel all right when I drink a three one. I'm just like, oh, well, it's like it's, you don't have to think about it. Kind Some of thing. American weed out, man. Yeah, yeah. America, baby. <laughs> uh, so that's what we got on the table and what we're drinking. Uh, we got some fun events uh, we went to this week, and we're going to do, a, I think, a, a reel with our five favorite uh, Christmas beers. So look okay. for that okay. coming up here. Uh, but uh, we got after a little bit this weekend. Felt good to get out, Brad. Yeah. I feel like it had been a while, yeah. you know? Um, Brad's like, uh, yeah, I'm at the thing. I'm like, I can be at the thing. I'll be there in 15 minutes. <laughs> so then I show up at the thing, and here we are at the thing. Right, and he's talking hugs. Big hugs, release day. <laughs> was kind of lackluster, <laughs> but we were there. It was called the Big Hugs Bash. Yeah, there was a, there was no. Oh, the bash was that night. We were there, <laughs> Maybe drinking we, coffee. We showed up early to the bash. That's why it's, it was felt kind of lackluster. Because they say on the they say on the calendar, listen, Half Acre opens at eleven, and we'll have a holiday market. You know, Brad likes to refer to it as a yard sale, but we'll have a holiday market at eleven, and then at five. In the same space that the market was, will be the bash. Right. Yeah. And Nick found out that there was going to be uh, prop pouring. Right. So we ran into uh, El Presidente. He's like, "Don't tell anyone," but there's going to be prop. I'm like, "Well, I, I'm going to see Brad in a half hour, so yeah. I'm going to tell him." He told me, and I think we told everyone, but the episode was afterwards anyway. So we went there, but we were too early for the prop and the bash. I, I think they totally missed the mark on this. We talk, we in our grumpy old man state. We talked about this the whole time there, right? So we're at a holiday market. We I noticed a few of these faces. Well, first we got there. I was sitting at the bar. Yeah. I got you got a, a free coffee with if you purchased a bag of the dark matter beans that were inside the or the coffee that was inside Big Hugs. Yeah, That's Hugs a is coffee a, stout. Hugs is a coffee stout. Um, so I grabbed a bag of beans. It's good, man. I'm opening another one, man. Do it. I'm feeling great. And I grabbed a four-pack of Big Hugs. Yeah. No variants this year. Just Big Hugs. I also grabbed, uh, I don't know, the Bog beer. Oh, yeah. Uh, World of Bog. So yeah. it's um, malt whiskey, barrel-aged barley wine. I think Nick took a picture, and he hasn't posted it yet. So. Well, because we, we got we a, a lot of half-acre we, pictures. Dude, we're, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we are half-acred up. <laughs> I got to let it breathe, man. <laughs> 
Uh, so I'm sitting at the bar, drinking my coffee and my big hugs, because I was like, well, just I got the free coffee. I'll also get a big hug. Let's go back and forth. And to be fair, I walk in, I see Brad, and it's not a fancy mug, but it's a proper coffee mug, you know, branded. Mm-hmm. And I get excited, and I'm like, well, shit. I don't know what's going on, but I want to drink out of this mug. So I also get a bag of hugs and I get the free coffee. And then you get a shitty mug. <sighs> it's the story so of my life, man. We're sitting at the bar for a little bit. Uh, I finish my drinks and then Nick takes his bog. Or you had like a special bog, right? No. Oh, I got bog on nitro. That's nitro, right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, and then we went to the Holiday Mart to right. hopefully see if they had other drinks yeah like special stuff back there yeah we're chilling at the bar we walk around to the brewery right the only thing they had was a hot beer uh a wassail is yeah. what it's called and they had big hugs hot chocolate or Which... they had i think maybe it was just hot chocolate i don't know <laughs> it was coffee hot chocolate i don't know it was very confusing um oh like whether it was the beer or was it just the coffee yeah i forget there's some sort of hot chocolate thing yeah i didn't want hot chocolate I got I, the warm beer. I was excited for the wassail. And then when you showed me that it came in the uh, disposable paper. Dixie cup. Dixie <laughs> cup. I'm like, well, wait a second. I don't know. It's not, it's not exciting. They had about, I don't know, 10 vendors in the back. Yeah. And then you could see where the bash was going to be. And it was not, it was not bashing. I think they missed the mark here, man. You know, nothing says the holidays like it's the season of giving and all that. You show up, you drink a 15% barrel-aged beer, and then you go back and support these local vendors and frivolously buy shit that you don't necessarily need because you're, you've been saucing at 11 a.m. Right. I bought <laughs> stuff even not drunk. Yeah. I, I picked up some hot sauce. Mm-hmm. I picked up some uh, vanilla oil. What oh, yeah. It's like a... Vanilla well, bean oil. Tincture? Tincture? No. No? But it was like it was a substitute for like vanilla extract, right? Yeah. Instead of extract or uh, vanilla bean, it was kind of this thing. I should have taken a photo of the local uh, all natural root beer company. Oh yeah, those were good. I thought that was interesting. And then they even had like spirits that they preferred that that you blended with if you right. if you in the mood for something. Um, looking back, I would have I got I should have gotten the um, tie dye socks. <laughs> I have some sneakers that would have went well with those. I didn't think about it till after I left. Oh okay. But yeah. But yeah, like Nick said, they missed the mark here. I think they could have, I don't know, got people a little more uh, loosened up to buy, to support these vendors, because the vendors would leave by the time the bash started. Yeah. And we don't know how the bash went. We don't know if a bunch of people showed up later. It was Saturday, so I'm sure it got busy. It's half acre. Yeah. It was interesting decision. I'm sure they're, I'm sure it was thoughtful. Yeah. I'm, but I don't understand it, honestly, you know. But then we uh, we heard through the grapevine that Revolution was also having a holiday mark. That's right. It's like, all right, well, why not? You know? Because the night before was their jean party. Uh-huh. We, I, I missed that. Did you go to that? No, did not. Okay. But we got all the benefits plus the holiday market. Oh, that's right, because the jeans were still on. Peanut butter. Uh... Um, yeah, I got Eugene. When we showed up, I got Eugene with coffee. See? So um, Eugene is usually... On the shelves, but um, I don't usually see any of the variants. Like, I feel like coffee got released at one point. But... Yeah, a PB&J made an appearance in cans at one oh, point, it did. Um, but it kind of came and went. Yeah, we were kind of – Brad was noticing how uh, 
wide open the space was at Half Acre and how, you know, the, I, they're definitely under 20 vendors, right? So not a ton of vendors. Right. So you could kind of freely walk through this thing and hang out at each station as long as you wanted, that sort of jazz. Um, and Brad's like, man, there should be more people here. Uh, more vendors. More vendors. Cause and, and then we go to this other one, and I mean. It's <laughs> packed. There are <laughs> be, careful what you, be careful what you ask for. There are three different hot sauce people. <laughs> There's two or three candle people. There's like a couple cutting board people. There's multiple jewelry people. I would say like less 30. Art. I think there was more art, like uh, stickers and cards at Half Acre, and there was like one or two of those people at Revolution. It was more crafty than artsy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's the right way to say it. Yeah. Um, man, it was buzzing at fucking Revolution. I kind of feel like... Uh, I felt like I didn't feel like I was at Revolution. I felt like I walked in on like a, a semi-private event that the arts people were having. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you know? um, it felt like a different crowd there. There was definitely a lot more. I don't know, families and women at Half Acre than yeah, uh, not Half Acre at a Revolution right. than we've typically gone for Deep Woods events, and that's a lot of beer nerd guys. Yeah, that, versatile space. So it so it stood out. I mean, so we're I think. We were saying if you take away the two hot sauce dudes and one of the uh, Campbell dudes, this every vendor is a woman. Right. Yeah. So it was it was something we noticed. Yeah. You know, we we're just like, well, that's cool. Good for them. Yeah. yeah. And it seemed like a wide variety of uh, things people were drinking. We were looking at the tap list, uh, uh, the variety that Revolution has, and that they don't have any seltzers. No. Um, I think the closest thing they had to seltzer was. Um, you could buy June Shine. Shout mm-hmm. out to Bobby the Booch, right? Uh, alumni of the show. You could buy a June Shine, and then the Freedom Freedom Series, which is uh, uh, kettle showers. I think those are the two closest things to seltzers. Right, but no seltzer. So um, we're making the prediction that twenty twenty three we're going to see a revolution seltzer. If you're revolution and you got I don't know, we'll say thirty different options on draft or in cans. And six of those options are a, a, a June shine that you bought from someone else, right? We're thinking you're going to go full-on seltzer next year. That, so I'm, I'm maybe, thinking the yeah, same. Maybe a Freedom Seltzer pack or something. Yeah, because this is clearly a draw. Like we talked about the female-centric event, right? They're all there pounding beers and seltzers and right. whatever else. So yeah. there's an audience there for it. And not to say that they're the ones I've seen many of videos where just guys that baseball games are just holding their white claws like there are people want seltzer. yeah that's true maybe that came out kind of the wrong way like it's for chicks that right. they can't yeah. that, that's it's not sellers for everyone i yeah. feel like it's an opportunity that revolution is missing out on right now especially we're just looking at their large draft list they have from double triple barrel age thing all the way to just a Tobio Chico kind of like crazy you, fucking range. We, yeah. we were, we're off to the side and you know, it's funny cause two guys were watching a soccer game and they're like, Hey, you want to sit down? And we're like, no, we're, we're, we're trying to figure out this draft list. And they're like, we'll move because we're watching <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> but we noticed like, man, the range on options at revolution is pretty insane when you just really sit up and observe mm-hmm. it. I think I got, um, I got like a f- three or four year old, uh, variant of VSOJ. Mm-hmm. That was a super fan of, man. I guess got that wonderful fucking black walnut ice cream thing that I like, the one they get extended agent on VSOJ. 
oh, so that's on one end, and on the other ends are these fucking freedoms, uh, freedoms sours and and junjines. Yeah, yeah, and everything in between. So, but um, I just did the one coffee, and I was tempted to do this porter or not the porter, the peanut butter thing. But I was like, I, I had other things I got. To I do. wanted to so bad. Matter of fact, I, oh, should... I think we needed to eat. Like you that was to... it. I, had I was like, I gotta go eat. Nick was like, I haven't eaten breakfast. I was okay. like, yeah, we, we gotta get out of here. Otherwise, um, half acre started at eleven. Right. So yeah. So about two o'clock rolls around. We're like, ah, yeah. We were smart enough to see. We're like, <laughs> was... don't forget Oktoberfest. <laughs> Man, <laughs> we were full fucking turbo for Oktoberfest. So we've we've seen. We we've know seen the light. <laughs> We know what's around that corner if we keep going. <laughs> uh, so that was a good little like uh, back-to-back uh, craft fair. I was gonna go to the sketchbook one on Sunday, and yeah. then I just I felt like I already did two, and I was like, I don't, I don't need any more hot sauce. I don't <laughs> need another candle. What about a five-dollar sticker? Right. Uh, if there would have been. More like posters or screen. I feel like the screen printers. Like where, why weren't they there? Hmm. I mean, I might have been. I might have got or a cool T-shirt. T-shirts, yeah, like cool. That cool was like hoodie. a group. Not that they both were the same craft fair, but I've been to other craft fairs that have a different. For it's just kind of probably whoever puts it together has like almost like these are the things that they like. At craft yeah, fairs. there's a point person to get all the vendors. And these are their preferences. Yeah, right. exactly. That's kind of interesting to know that that they're. Uh, I guess that all that they're all different. I always kind of thought they're like all they all kind of have the same stuff, but they do have different things in a sense. Yeah, there's different. Kind but there's of, always a hot sauce person. There's, there's a different focus, <laughs> <laughs> but there's all. Man, I was so mad because by the time we got to have a uh, rev, the time we got to rev, and I started trying all these hot sauces, man, the dude in the, all the way in the back. And he gives you little chips, and it's not like a small chip. It's just like it's just like little pieces of a bigger chip. He like busted up <laughs> chip. It's like the bottom of the bag. Exactly. So you get a little cup with these little chip pieces, and every time I go to put the hot sauce in the chip in my mouth, it would drop on my fucking shirt or on my shoes, and I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> I walked away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom and take my shoe off and rinse it. Uh, so that was a good Saturday, but you were uh, you were talking. You went over to Lagunitas on Friday. It's back. It's open. Man, um, the, the tunnel. It's here. Fucking Lagunitas, man. Cheers to Lagunitas. Um, we don't. All right, so sh- we don't appreciate how much beer that Goose and Lagunitas make because those are the two biggest breweries in town as far as like volume. Until the new until, <laughs> until Solomon shows up, you know, with another with another spot. But I remember hanging out at Goose and um, with uh, Mike Siegel. And we were talking about Lagunitas. And he's like, dude, you don't understand how much that beer they make. They make they can make 10 times the beer we can make. Mm-hmm. They got back-to-back 750-barrel systems, right? And they got these massive fermenters, right? Like a whole fucking sea of 1,000-barrel fermenters. It's a ridiculous amount of beer. Yeah. Oh, um, but they were throwing a Christmas party. Okay. But this is their first event back since covid right you know there's been a lot of rumors about lagunitas um that they would open in fall and they you know that they were coming back and they posted for a, a taproom manager and all this stuff so on occasion when i'm out south i would make it a point to drive over there or even if i'm bored on a sunday 
because it's right by Pilsen. I would just drive out there and just see if they're open. Okay. Um, so one, the one time I drove and I just saw a flyer in the window with a QR code that said, if you want to come to our party, scan this code. Oh. So that's what I did. <laughs> and then, the, and then was five days later, I'm at Lagunitas and I'm like, the lot has cars in it. It never has cars. And I'm like, holy shit. This is a fucking party. I'm right. going. I'm going to Lagunita. So, so there we go. All right. I saw the little uh, the gif, the spin gif thing on Twitter. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, trying to remember the last time I've been there. Um, this was like a holiday party for the employees. It sounded like everybody I go, every person I talked to was an employee. Like, yeah, those are the Heineken dudes and these dudes are... But you could just go if you happen to stumble upon if, it. If you stumble upon this code, and you know how it's Lagunitas, so if anybody showed up, they would have just let them in. Oh, okay. Like, they didn't check if I was on a list or anything. Uh, They're just like, all right, the party's upstairs. The door's locked. Did you have to pay for her? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's Lagunitas. You know, what did they say when they first came to town? They're like, yeah, we made beer, but we're really in the tribe building. This is how, how Tony McGee would describe yeah. it. So you show up. Anybody could have showed up and went to this party. So it was cool. Um, hmm. So I go in. All the Lagunese employees are there, and um, it's a full blown party. There's a DJ, and there's you know it's dipped in all the Christmas things. Um, <clears throat> oh, but the only things they're offering are cocktails and beers out of cans. Oh. So you can tell they're going to open because when you look at the draft list, they have like you know year round stuff and seasonal stuff, and then they have a list of what they call homegrown. Releases. Unless that's left over. Oh, oh, unless that's how the list looked three years ago? Yeah. That would be ridiculous, but it's possible. But yeah, so I would assume they're opening based on the list, assuming that those beers are not from twenty, <laughs> not from 2019. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. So, Was it upstairs in the where the tap room was and the lookout or whatever it's called? Yeah, that's a good point. So it's the main tap room. Um. Lagunitas, for it to be the biggest brewery ever, has a relatively small tap room. Yeah. And then you can walk out on these, uh, like, decks and just kind of do a, give a self-guided tour of the brewery. Yeah. So it was upstairs. Okay. And I'm glad you brought that up because when you walk in, to get to upstairs, you got to go up, like, three flights of stairs. And then there's a you can overlook a, a room downstairs. Room that's like, a, I've never gone in that room. Right. So apparently, you know, when they were open and at full tilt, um, they would be closed Mondays and Tuesdays. And as long as you had your 501c3, they would um, host the fundraisers on Mondays and Tuesdays nonstop. Okay. And they do it in that room. Oh, okay. So that's the fundraiser room. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, but this was in the actual brew house or uh, tap room, I should say. Okay. Yeah. But there was no official word of them. Oh, like. No, everyone's, all the Lagunitas folks that are like, uh, I would say the Heineken dudes, they were all dressed in like full blown, like, uh, Ugly sweaters and, you know, Christmas suits. But no one really kind of confirmed, like, hey, yeah, we're open, or this is when we're opening, or we're this far away from opening, or we're open at all. Because, you know, they're owned by Heineken now. Mm -hmm. So they might might not ever open. You know, they're making Newcastle at this fucking place. Yeah, you were saying that. And then we said, I don't even remember the last time I had a Newcastle. I'd never seen anyone actually drink a Newcastle. Correct. Why are you making? Who's drinking this beer? Someone. Um, all the shit, all the, all the hotels downtown, right? All the planes, I guess. Planes are just Heineken. Really? I mean, so they. So. It's either Bex or Heineken on like these international like Lufthansa flights. Okay. 
Um, was not Newcastle. There's got to be an arrangement. Is Newcastle even in cans? It has to be in cans at this point. It might not be. It might be brown bottle still. You know, I was mm. in there and I was thinking to myself, when's the last time you just went to the store and on purpose bought Lagunitas, even though they make it here? It's been a long time. I think the with COVID and with them closing, I don't. I still. I was just starting to think of them as a Chicago brewery, yeah. and then that happened, and it was like, no, nah, don't even. You guys don't exist here. It's weird, right? Because it's like it's in a it's in a section of town. Well, that's where Cinespace is. So mm-hmm. I want to say like Chicago Fire and uh, Empire and Chicago PD, all yeah. those shows, all that stuff's filmed over there, and they do movies and shit over there, or they did before I moved to Canada. Um, oh, and uh, not Lollapalooza, um, the one that sucks. Nah. Riot Fest. Oh, Riot Fest is like two blocks away oh, at Douglas Park. Douglas Park right there. But it's just a very bizarre scene over there. It's mm-hmm. not something you think about when you think about Chicago breweries. And none of their cans are specific to Chicago. It says Petaluma and Chicago. Right. You know, So they don't go out of their way to be Chicago necessarily. They just right. kind of happen to be here. You know? Right. That's what we were talking about. Goose Island makes sure you know we're Chicago. Right. And almost Lagunitas still feels California. Right, right. There's like every nothing. vibe that they give off is like you're from California, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was reminded of that when I was there. I have a lot of fond memories of that place because we, um, when we did the the brew bus route, we stopped going to Goose, and then we started going to Lagunitas. Okay. So it just how it was just a, always a nostalgic play when I went down there, like um, so. I was excited to be there. Yeah. I think one reason I don't drink Lagunitas beer um, is I don't the, – uh, the alcohol kicks your ass. Like, they yeah. don't do, like, a 4% beer. Right. You know, it's funny. They have – um, And they're all good, and you're just like, bam, 7%, gone. They told us on, um, on the brew bus tours – We'll happily do this, but we have to be the first stop, and it's for that reason. Everything's over 7%. And the guys, they have so much steel in that place because all those tanks that they bought the uh, engineers a house across the street. They call it a consulate. They're all Germans, right? They built oh, this brew house. Right. And then they um, they they hate everything that Lagunitas makes. All they drink is the lager. And the lager is like 6.2. <laughs> right. <laughs> to, that, I mean, to your yeah. point. Yeah. Think, some big-ass oh, beers. This is 5.2, this Dunkel. So. Yeah. So, it's it's interesting space. I feel like once you cross that six percent, you're just like, I don't know what's gonna happen. You know, you have three of these. Yeah, you're just like, hey, that was a bottle. <laughs> that was some wine there. You start rolling your sleeves up. You know. <laughs> Damn. Okay. But, so yeah. Lagunitas possibly back open in 2023. Yeah. Um. They talked about doing a rooftop at one point. I hope that happens. Um. And I mean, come on, they got Heineken money now, so they bought Heineken. And they have a kitchen. And they got a kitchen. They, Heineken bought half the place, and then like a year later, quietly bought the other half. So they could be doing a lot more than what they're doing. Like we talked about Goose and their uh, community outreach, for lack of a better term. Right. Media outreach. You know, making it a point to be a local presence. Lagunitas has an opportunity to do that, and let's hope in 2023 that they do that because they they could and they have a cool space, and I'm kind of rooting for them to be more active. Right. Otherwise, they just become a brewery. They fall to the sideline like a ballast point. Especially here, right? Because this place is, this town is crazy with, with the number of options for, like, fresh local beer on site. Yeah. Yeah. So get your shit together, Lagunitas. Let's party. Yeah. And they don't, uh, 
talk about this, but they don't do a lot of like new things or seasonal things. Really, it's just like kind of the same stuff all the time. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing like a new beer. There's not a three one two shanty in the summer. There's not a deep woods. Yeah, or, or if they do it. You just kind of happen to, ha- you know, you casually happen to have it when you're there. Yeah. Yeah. And it just kind of goes un- under the radar. There's no hype. There's no excitement. There's no, yeah. uh, I don't know, buzz about it. Yeah. Activations. We need yeah. more Lagunitas activations. Basically, go ask Goose Island what they've been doing and then do that. Right. But we wanted to talk about are they, uh, are, is what Goose Island doing working anymore? Like we were seeing that uh, you go to the store right now, uh, most liquor stores or even Costco or just Tony's in general, there's lots of Bourbon County on the shelf. But you can also go to Binney's and other liquor stores and see Deepwoods stacked up too. Yeah. But I just think uh, Bourbon County because it's – this new big release that recently happened. It's not kind of an ongoing uh, series. Uh, it's not even a month old yet. Right. Uh, the only, I guess, reasoning I heard from somebody was that uh, Binnie's was maybe holding some of theirs back, and it was like uh, people were picking up their allotments, mm-hmm. and this whatever you didn't pick up a month later kind of went to the floor. Yeah, so there was this um, infusion of a ton of BCS on Binnie's shelves this week. Because the, uh, the the time expired on you buying your your case, your mm-hmm. allotment, whatever the allotment was. Yeah. The whole enchilada, if you will, uh, to use a half acre phrase. I've been I've seen it a couple times, and I've been tempted to pick one up. Yeah. And then I I like almost hold myself back because I'm like I don't know when I'm gonna drink this. I think I have I have a ton of other deep wood stuff. I have yeah. all, I just picked up a four pack of Big Hugs. It's also like a thirteen percent stout. Yeah, like 10, and then no, ten yeah. percent stout. And then which one would you get if you saw them all? Which one would you, which one would you get? You right, know? I'm gonna probably get prof, but yeah, I haven't. Yeah. I actually haven't seen that one. I've seen people say that one. Yeah, I, I happen to be out at Benny's and prop. There was a ton of prop. The only thing more um, in quantity than prop was thirtieth anniversary. Really? Yeah, which was kind of surprising. But I think people, well, they might have been turned off by the last few years of the special barrels because what was it? Um, I don't think the the old Forster from last year, 150 anniversary in the big white tube, it just wasn't that great. But then the toasted barrel one, the dark, the darker barrel, the darker tube, yeah, with the uh, what was it, Elijah Craig toasted barrel age, it was like fifty four dollars. Oh shit! You okay. know how much is uh thirty? Uh, it's thirty nine dollars. So okay. it's a forty dollar play. So uh, you know a couple things there, like hey, they might be out on it because they had one they didn't like last year. Or they might just be turned off by, okay, it's a barrel aged out and it's a $40 pint of beer, essentially. Yeah. 16.9, let's be fair, but it's a pint of beer for $40. Yeah, I think, uh, I know it's partially our job to like let people know maybe which ones you should look out for and which yeah. ones you should get. But if you're not a consumer of beer media in general, you're just going to the store. Any of these beers, like Deep Woods, Orgus Island, Bourbon County, you're like, here's six of them. Yeah. I don't know what to get. I think this is maybe my problem with tequila. Like, I don't, I'm not going to probably ever get into tequila because I don't know where to start. Where do I, yeah. what do I, what do I get? Yeah. Which, which one's good? Well, yeah. There's a thousand of them. Which there's one? A whole row. <laughs> I don't know. Like, 
You know, Can I get one off like the first or second shelf? I'm not going to go to the bottom shelf. I've heard of this one. This bottle looks cool. Yeah, am Which I buying one? on the like skull bottle or the... <laughs> this one's a fucking a full on fucking rifle? Uh, so I think <laughs> this maybe... one's got a this one's in a jalapeno pepper. Yeah, so I think maybe there's a lot of people that have that problem with uh, some of these big, uh, I don't know, more expensive beers. We're just like, I don't know which one to get. Why is this one uh, fourteen dollars yeah. and why is this one forty five dollars? That's true. It just it looks like a different color to me. You know what's funny, and I thought. You well, you said the OG was like fifteen bucks this year, yeah. and I'm like, man, that sounds like a lot. But I mean, you were right, and I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, I'm oh, sure it gets down to nine ninety nine here soon. Yeah, but. out the gate, they're coming for you. They want the largest brewery on the planet, a multinational corporation. Yeah, wants fucking fifty dollars for a beer, all the way down to fifteen dollars for one beer. Yeah, I don't. I love to see the variety. I love to try them with the Deep Woods, the uh, Bourbon County Stouts, the uh, stuff Beguile does. Yeah. But you, I don't know. I don't know if you're like normal consumer. What do you get when you go there and maybe you like coffee stouts? Are you gonna get the thirty dollar coffee stout? Are you gonna get the ten dollar coffee stout? Yeah. The problem with some of the stuff is that. Um... Some of these beers are really good. Like I, so I, you know, we're talking about prices, and the barley wine was forty. I, I left with the barley wine because we we have to do the you know the bear fight between VSOJ and oh, okay. and two year Elijah Craig. But, um, yeah. So I mean, I I I went in and bought it. Yeah. So, but would uh, would these places be better off scaling back the number that they do for distribution and do special ones like? just for bars and tappings and get people like more excited about them being on draft. Like there's special, you know, the Fernet one goes on. You see that at Goose Island sometimes for parties and things like that. That's never been bottled. Uh, I don't know. Is that the better way to go or is it fine that they sit on the shelf? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I, 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 I sure bet that's after, a problem they think about after time. two years in a row, I bet they pull it back and maybe just have it at, at their locations only. Right, and then scale it back, and then maybe make it, just have it more, have people experience it more at bars, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't think this is working. There's so much noise at stores, yeah. and we this is something we talked about last week. You know, it, it probably makes more sense to kind of like, um, you know, address this, address the abundance issue. There's two, there's two ways to think about it though, right? Because there's so many beers that you only hear about and never get to drink. Right. And here we are. You know, sometimes I complain about those, and well, fuck it, they don't exist. I never got to try it, right? I'm I'm the same way. And then here we are, a beer that we can go and you see it in abundance, and then we boohoo that it's in abundance. Like we complain, we're complaining on both sides. Yeah, like I've seen people post like, "Oh my god, that's on the store." I don't I don't live in Chicago. I'll buy. I'll send you money, even though you're not supposed to do that. But they're like, I think more of the beer just needs to leave Chicago. Like it's almost yeah. like. Or or maybe it's a celebration of like, hey, you deserve to go here and see and have a three week window to get this beer, four week window. You deserve that, so that's what we did for you. Because you know when we first got into beer, you know, like twenty tens, right? Ish, yeah. you go to and it was tradition. You would see Ballast Point sculpting to the ceiling. You would see fucking uh, BCS, you know, stack Palace High to the roof, and it kind of felt like that when I went to Benny's. Yeah. Maybe that's by design, right? 
Maybe they're like, hey, you know, this should be something that you go in and, and just be able to get freely. You should be you should be able to get it. It's this good. We want you to be able to get this. We're not it's not a yeah, that's a good way to look at it. We're I mean, not, right. We're not trying to make this maybe there. And also revolution because you can we're not just like talking about Bourbon County, but revolutions on the shelf. But maybe it's it shouldn't be limited to these like I don't know, a couple hundred people that yeah. can go to this event and buy them. That's true. Or it could be, it could be the other side where just people are just out for whatever reason. They're just out on the category, you know, like we like what were you saying? Like, hey, some people go into their corner and hey, I just want accessible beer flavored beer. I just want seltzers. Other people are like, hey, fuck beer all together. I'm just making margaritas. I'm just drinking bourbon. You got a lot. You know, you got people going into their corners too, and it affects how much interest is in this this type of beer. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. What was that? I was at a party, and. I think we were talking tequila or bourbon, and someone asked, like, oh, what's your, what are you drinking? I'm like, I drink beer. Yeah. And like, I think beer almost became, like, uncool because <laughs> bur- bourbon and whiskeys got very popular, and now yeah. tequilas have gotten very popular. And I think people are like, I don't know, that's just beer. We can get that everywhere. Where when we got into it, it was hard to get craft beer, and now it's everywhere. And people, like, almost are like, all the beer is good. I don't. I'm not. I don't care about that. Like it's, it's interesting, right? Because yeah, because it's it's been, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty years, you know, maybe longer for some people, right? The, yeah. The CBS uh, T-shirt into the jeans crew. They've been drinking craft beer for thirty <laughs> years, right? But you know, they would say like bourbon in the '70s. The reason why bourbon bourbon took a bourbon was in bourbon was looked upon, like that's what old people drank in the '70s, right? Because people were drinking like martinis. Martini was was in vogue, and uh, you know bourbon started being you know something that was proofed down to like eighty proof in the seventies, and that's because people in the seventies their parents drank bourbon, and they're like, well, hey, I'm a I'm a young adult in the seventies. I don't want to drink what my parents drank. I want to drink something else. Yeah. I wonder if I'm not saying craft beer is that, but I wonder if we're approaching that. I think you we know? are approaching that where yeah. they are craft beer, or even beer in general, is what your dad drinks or your mom drinks. And you're like, I don't, I don't want to drink those. That's, That's true. They drink. I don't care about those. I want to chase these other things. There's a history of this, and we're like, oh, there's a history of beer. Yeah. It's interesting, All right, right? Grandpa. <laughs> like these old beer drinking motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but maybe I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. But it is. Uh, I don't know. You feel bad, and also, like you said, it's great that you can walk into something like. Tony's Finer Foods, and there's multiple bourbon counties. Like, they shouldn't even have that there. They barely even have beer there. That's true. Like, they have cases of Newcastle. That's true. <laughs> Fuck, fucking Newcastle. I cannot believe this yeah. shit. Fucking Newcastle. So it's like, a place like that shouldn't even really have it, and they do. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Or or it's a sign of an issue. It one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> This is either really good or really bad. <laughs> Interesting. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> we solved nothing. <laughs> we just talked ourselves into a fucking loop. <sighs> this is fucked up. Well, it might not be that bad. Okay, it's somewhere. It's some. It's either or. <laughs> <laughs> That's how things work. It is either great or. <laughs> Damn. All right. Uh, anything else we should talk about or? Oh man. Um, I think that's it. I had a little something something. At Lagunitas, and oh. I had the Maximus, nine percent. I got going with nine percent. Okay, yeah, and that's all I drank. All right, damn. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. Otherwise, we're gonna open another Dunkel. 
We got some Christmas beers to open or some big hugs. So, Nick, where can people find you? Get in touch. We're not here. Hey, man, I'm on Twitter at Nicosio. And I'm on Twitter at BRAD, Chicago Beer Pass. Twitter, Instagram. That's just Half Acres Beer Feed on our Instagram. <laughs> it's the Half Acre Beer Podcast. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back uh, uh, next week with another episode. Oh, you should mention that these backpacks we got are oh, coolers. Shit, yeah. Um, yeah, shout out to uh, the brewery. Everyone loves to hate the Notorious Goose Island. Um, we talked about the, the 312 cans. Um, and these 312, I hope they sell these because we got these 312 backpacks. And it's a, it's a spinning image of the can, um, but then it's really thick and plush. And it's for sure a cooler. Because I was like, this is weird to have a backpack with a one spot. Like, I'm like, no pockets. I was like, this is a nice backpack, but that's a shitty backpack like i can't what am i throwing everything in here i'm gonna lose it all yeah this is a backpack shaped cooler yeah it's pretty fantastic so this is summertime this is what you're rocking this is very nice yeah Yeah. so cheers to them man they got this uh bulls 312 city thing right man this is good all right take care cheers